Hi guys, welcome back to the Fight Podcast with Sharir and with me, Jan. So, something happened um, and something glitched and the whole episode was deleted. I was devastated. How about you? It was pretty upsetting. <laughs> I mean, I'm not as dramatic as you, so I wouldn't say I was devastated, yeah. but you know. There was a single tear that was running down my face yeah. and <laughs> I went yeah. into the shower with my clothes on and I just... Only emotion I feel <laughs> is hunger. <laughs> but basically, um, the first episodes we talked quite a lot about um, some of the principles, some of the ideas with uh, Graf and how it's different from or how Krav is different from um, the combat uh, sports world. And for this episode, or for the last episode pretty much, um, we wanted to talk more about benefits other than just the pure self-defense aspects that you gain from combative training or from uh, practicing a combat sport. Yeah, from, from uh, combat sports in general. Mm -hmm. And so... For the beginning, I mean, you have an MMA gym. This is uh, quite up your alley. Like, what, what is something that you experience with people who, um, just when you look at it, like people who train a lot versus people who have never practiced um, like a, a martial art or anything like that? Like, what's what's different? Well, I like to think that uh, someone who's training in combat, combat sports or, or uh, for 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 self-defense purposes, uh, real training, not, not bullshit training. I like to think that um, the fact that he learns how to fight is almost like a side effect. You know, there's uh, so many other things that happen on, on the journey. I think so many things that are even uh, in, some, in some places uh, more important than the fact that he's learning how to fight. Mm -hmm. I've noticed with, um, especially with when you compare people who do any combative stuff as you said there's um stuff that's more high quality and some <laughs> there's some people out there who offer like less uh good stuff but the idea is if you look at someone who does proper mma training for instance um there's not that much room for bullshit there well first of all you know like uh just like an example you know people say all these kids uh teenagers they have like uh, add have you ever heard that term before mm -hmm. Right, ADHD, all that stuff. You know, he. Well, and he can't uh, focus in class. He has problem focusing, and then I get all these teenagers in my gym. And they don't have a problem focusing at all. Right? <laughs> How is that? <laughs> well, because, because you see, if you lose focus. In a fight, you're gonna pay for it on the spot. You know, if if you lose focus in in anything with with full contact, you pay for it on the spot. You know. So it also shows you that people could focus, but they focus in uh, maybe uh, different ways, or maybe the school is just boring. I don't know. There is motivation behind yeah. learning how to fight. But it if you're it takes a lot of focus to be an MMA fighter. Mm -hmm. a, lot, a lot of focus, you know. Or to do uh, a grappling or wrestling, boxing. You have to focus on many things at one time. Not you know you have to focus on your leg work, your hands, your opponent, distance. So many, many things. And also, I think, especially when you talk about school, it's like an abstract thing. You learn some stuff that you know you might need later or people tell you that you will need later. And you have to make this, you have to make this degree or, or something. There's no direct translation from doing that to your real life. Right. Where with fighting, 
you train something, you drill something, you see improvement. On and the that, spot. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. on the spot. And I think also that's really rewarding because you see the the fruits of your labor instantly. Yeah. And that's something that, for for instance, kept me going with it, where I saw, okay, I, <laughs> if I put in the work, there's something to be gained from this. And that's what I meant with no bullshit. There's no room for, you need to learn this because I say so. Because you will notice improvement yeah. if you take that word from And over it. the years, you know, I've seen, so, I've seen so many people change through martial arts. Mm -hmm. You know, in my gym alone, but all over the world as well. You know, who used to be... Uh, I don't know, like with uh, low confidence and uh, timid, you know, and uh, and then they turn over the years, you know, I mean, the fact that they, they gain confidence, what's more important than confidence? What's, you know, what's more important than self-confidence in life? Without, if you have self-confidence, you know, you can probably do anything you want, to, you want to do, you know, and martial arts, full contact, it gives you that, mm -hmm. you know, it gives you also um, a habit of working hard which is extremely important for anybody who wants to succeed in anything. It also gives you discipline, you know, which discipline is far more important than motivation. How do you think discipline is different from just the habit of hard work? I think that's important for people to understand. How is discipline different from just working hard? Well, first of all, you know, like uh, a lot of people they have uh, they get motivation, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe they watch a YouTube video or heard a speech or saw a movie and they want to start training or, or, or anything in life. They want to start doing it. And they work hard uh, for five minutes or for one month or for one year, maybe, if I'm nice. And then, uh, you know, uh, you have to sacrifice a lot of things. You have to sacrifice uh, Netflix Time. You have to sacrifice time with your friends. Sometimes you have to sacrifice actually even, uh, you know, uh, certain foods you're going to eat. Stuff like that. So motivation is a good starter. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, uh, it's good to get going, but what gets you going is discipline. And the more discipline you have, the more uh, you'll be willing to work hard. And you think discipline can be built by practicing, or do you have to be a disciplined individual to, to be, be successful? It could be built. It could be built by, by forming correct habits. Mm -hmm. the ha it's, a, it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a habit. You know, habit of working hard, habit of discipline. All that is formed, and it's one of the great things you get out of training. You know, out of any kind of training, any sports really, but especially I think in, in contact uh, combat sports. Mm -hmm. I think, um, especially with things where you have to use your body to work uh, out or to, like um, with sports, with certain craftsmanships, um, I think the, the idea is that you, you, you also get this idea of you have to interact with something and you fail at it constantly and pushing through that, be it um, fighting someone in the ring and now you have a tall opponent, which... You're not used to and now you have to rethink your strategy or be it you want to build something and your like your material doesn't doesn't work the way that you intended to do so and um now you have this issue with you fail and i think this yeah, like coping with failure i mean yeah like learning how to cope with failure that's I another think that builds great discipline thing. as well it builds discipline also it, it's a great life lesson you know mm -hmm. you, you only fail something when you when you 
when you accept it as failure, you know, if you accept it as a as a as a as a class as learning, mm-hmm. then you can actually learn from it and move forward, you know. And again, that's another thing that you get from tra- from uh, from uh, combat training. And you learn to distance yourself while still learning from it, because that's is something I've seen, especially with the people in um, within ICCS that I've met so far, um, is that there's not much ego involved. Because people are like, there's there's some really high-class fighters that I've met, and you see these people are super nice. These people are very, um, they, 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 they want to show you stuff. Like, they're open to, to you not being as good as, as they might be at that certain craft. And still, it's not like looking down upon you. It's like, okay, let me show you this. Like, this is fine. And, and I think that's something that comes from, there's always someone who's better, who's... who's, who's so, so people respect uh, the journey that you're making, you know, because mm-hmm. they were there where you are today. If you're a beginner, uh, they were there once too, you know. Mm-hmm. So why would you make fun of a person who's uh, who's trying to be better? Who's starting out? Yeah, yeah there's no reason to. You know, because that's the hardest, not not the hardest, but that's one of the hardest parts of it. Where you're like, okay, I, I see there's no skill that I bring to this, and now I have to start over. This is something completely new for me. And some people, they're like, it's it's just very hard for them to especially when they come from some other combative thing and now they see, okay, shit, I thought I had some idea of what street fighting looks like and I have to start over because I've, I've been reality checked here. I've been, yeah. I've been humbled. Well, uh, being humbled is also a very healthy thing for you. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, learning to control your ego, another great thing. So all that you get from training. And from sparring, I think. Also well, from, from contact, fighting. Contact, yeah. combat, yeah. For, for anything to do with contact. Mm-hmm. Like real contact, not, uh, you know. So, yeah. And there is no room for um, bode- uh, boasting in in something where there is real contact. Because especially when you talk about, let, let's take grapplers. Uh, with, with um, let's say, um, BJJ guys with their belt system. There is someone who has a higher belt than someone else. That person walks into a new gym that person will be tested all the time because every guy or every girl in the in the rank that's below him in the belt wise will test that person to be like yeah today i i caught a i caught a like yeah. purple belt in an armbar or something and that will give them pride so someone who's at a certain level will be checked the whole time and i think that's something that is also a great thing with if, if you have contact because you have to prove yourself the whole time. So you yourself know, but also everyone yeah, else so you knows. you stay sharp all the time, constantly yeah. sharp. You can't get lazy with that. Yeah. And I think that's something that I've seen, especially with high contact stuff, where you don't just practice uh, like choreographed things and put them on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and would you say there's a difference on how... Uh, martial martial arts, let's say MMA or BJJ or something, um, impacts a person compared to how um, how Krav Maga would do the same thing. Again, I mean, when you when you when you say Krav Maga, I mean, so I, I could only speak for ICCS. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we could we could talk about uh, the problems with Krav Maga, and we could spend hours talking about that. <laughs> But we could also spend uh, a long time talking about the problem problems with jiu-jitsu as well, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think there should be a difference. 
uh, going back to your question, again, speaking only for ICCS, uh, Krav Maga has been watered down in a lot of places. Um, a lot of self-defense systems, not just Krav, there's a lot of nonsense. A lot of nonsense. Uh, a lot of uh, bridge versions of fighting and a lot of uh, choreographed moves. And uh, it's, it's a problem. That's a big problem. I think that kind of training... They like to say that it gives you discipline, but mm-hmm. there's no contact and you don't really have to solve a problem on the spot. Mm-hmm. And there's no real resistance. You're not really getting disciplined, you know. You're not really getting humbled. You know, you're not really uh, having to solve a problem right away or you're not really uh, being put under pressure right away and dealing with it, you know. But uh, full contact, I'm speaking about ICCS now because that's what, that's what I do, you know. But I do uh, other stuff as well, as you know. Uh, I've been grappling all my life for MMA. Um, yeah, that gives you that gives you a lot, and it should be the same with Krav and more actually, mm-hmm. because you, if you take a, a warrior development drills like we do, you don't have that in, in MMA. You don't have that in Jiu Jitsu. You know those those are pressure drills. You've done a, you, you've done a few. You know what I mean? Those put you in a, in the world of of of, uh, of pressure, which uh, it's a uh, it's a quite an experience. You know. So I think correct crowd training, real crowd training, the way I would call it, gives you a lot more, actually. Because it gives you what MMA or grappling would give you, plus more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you think, especially with the warrior development drills, um, I think we've talked about those in the past. Those drills, I think it's important to say they have different approaches to the same um, principle. How, how would you say what those um, pressure drills are intended to do, those warrior development drills are intended to do? What what do they do to a person? A few things. Number one, they're uh, supposed to build your personality. Mm-hmm. Just to, to sharpen your personality, make you a warrior. That's number one. Um, number two, they're supposed to uh, make sure that under a real conflict, a real pressure of a real conflict, the person reacts effectively and doesn't freeze that's what the word development drills are there for mm-hmm. you know so the idea is to get a person used to the pressure already used to working under pressure used to thinking under pressure and also you know you're building a personality a warrior's mm-hmm. person of you know never quit always move forward never lose personality there is no losing there's not, it's not an option mm-hmm. so that's what they're there for and they're they're uh over the years, they're getting better and better, but they're designed special for that, you know. And we we've, we've been doing it for many years, so we have a lot of experience. Keep getting them better and better. Also, something that I've noticed with um, when when we were uh, testing people um, for ICCS for the instructor program, um, sometimes or a lot of the times, people, especially who haven't been tested yet, they they get a little nervous. They stand there and like a little. You, you know that it's it's, yeah, it's, it's natural a, it's a natural thing but afterwards everyone brightens up and um i've also seen people stay in touch for a long time afterwards even when they're in completely different countries and i think there's something to that because um pretty much all of the the testing is done in sp- sparring like situations and uh, warrior development drills and you see that people, after they're done, they, they brighten up and they, they have this bond afterwards. Yeah, well, because respect, you know, respect has to be earned, you know. 
because they went through it together, yeah. I think that's a very important part. Yeah, for sure. It's like uh, it's very similar to a military kind of mindset mm -hmm. in, th in that aspect. Okay, how, how do you think so? Because you go through a lot of hardship together, it brings you closer. Mm -hmm. You know, you go through uh, not exactly like military. The military is much uh, much longer and uh, uh, much deeper hardship. And there's more disciplines to it, yeah. But uh, you, when you work hard, uh, because it's 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 individual, but it's also a team. You know, it's, everyone wants the other one to succeed, and they get uh, people get power and motivation off each other. You know. So everybody goes through the same test, pretty much. They start to respect each other, you know. And no mm -hmm. one remembers who won, who lost, but no one really cares five minutes later. It's just like, man, you, you, you did it, you know, you finished. And that's the only, you know, that's the only thing I'm looking for. Usually uh, when I test people, the test starts uh, the second he walks on the mat, you know. Mm -hmm. So I really, you know, I'm rarely... Um, I'm rarely surprised by a person's results. You have an idea when you see Yeah, them. yeah. You get to know a person uh, qu quite quickly, you know, especially with experience. How so, can you be sure that it's not biased then? It's not biased because I'm a professional. <laughs> That's what I'm asking. Like, how, how can because you... Because it's not about, it's not about uh, you know, I know his results, so I want, I don't, I want everybody <laughs> to succeed. Mm -hmm. You know, I want everybody to succeed. And, uh, Usually, if I see if I feel a person is not ready for a test, I'm going to tell them you're not ready for a test. Do it next time. Mm -hmm. You know, usually. Uh, but once you're finished with the test, you know, and you, you've done it, it feels great, and you earned everybody respect, and everyone's you know everyone's uh, all happy for you. Mm -hmm. I think it's a wonderful thing. So you think that um, some of it has to do with the idea that um, because. People are just there together, and it's hard. Then it makes them more for more of a group afterwards. Of course, look, anything you know, you go through someone physically. First of all, it's not just a test, right? Every time we meet, is five days of training, mm -hmm. which and is already pretty. Yeah, it's eight yeah. hours a day of 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 co a full contact training. You, you you get to know a guy. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a quite an experience, and uh, brings people together. And also I've seen this, especially because you just talked about how it's similar in that regards to what military personnel goes through. I think one thing that is very important in the way, because we, we uh, told the listeners earlier, um, you also train in the military. You, you, um, you in, you're an instructor with the military. Yeah. And um, this is something that is very important in military training, that you um, you you have a bond in your unit. You can't have people doing their own thing, just being kind of sort of. They will. In this. They, will uh, they will throw you out mm -hmm. for uh, if you have a, a problem with uh, like uh, other people. Mm -hmm. You're not going to last. They will throw you out. So it has that kind of function in that regards that you you want to have a a unit that sticks together. But also something that I've noticed is. If you listen to people who were in special forces or in, in, in military in general who talk about it afterwards, there are some public figures who do. Um, you see them talk about Hell Week or similar things in different militaries um, pretty often. And I think that is something um, where you, you draw some of this stuff from um, 
let's put it like this, people who went through these strenuous exercises, sometimes they do that once in their lifetime and then they're done. But they draw from that experience because I think when you're down bad that much, if, if you feel like shit because you sit in, in ice cold water, you, you, you're not allowed to sleep, you told me some of the stories that you do in, in your exercises and all of these things come together and they create this awful thing where you have to push through but you get to know yourself in those situations. And I think that is something that is also to be gained from that training. Do you think that, or how you said that, or we talked about learning from failure or uh, not learning from failure, but pushing through it and also it being a very, like a, a hardship that you have to push through. But I think that's where you get to know yourself the most. Yeah, you get to know yourself and you get to know the people around you too. Mm -hmm. If you want to know someone, put them in a, a bad spot, put them under pressure. And his personality is going to come out right away. You know, take away his, uh, his sleep and his food and make him run all day. And you'll see really quickly who, who this person <laughs> is, you know, uh, within a few, within a short, short time. Mm -hmm. and that's one of the things. In the military, at least, that's what they're looking for. They want to see who you are. And I can only see who you are when I, when I, when I test you, your personality. I put it to a test. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's, that's one of the reasons why it's done that way. And you think the same thing can be gained from hard training in combat sports? Uh, similar, not exactly the same, you know, because mm -hmm. in hard combat, combat sports, you know, you do sleep your eight hours a night and you go <laughs> home and, you know, you all that stuff. So it's not the same, the mental toughness. Look, I have a lot more respect for a soldier, okay, for, for a warrior who I know was in a good unit, I have a lot more respect for him than I have for a professional fighter as a personality. Now, um, I have a lot of respect for professional fighters. I train fighters. I have a lot of friends who are fighters, so that, that's a big thing to say. I have a lot more respect for a person who went through that hard military training. And, I, and um, also, their personality is stronger. They're stronger than an MMA fighter. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, look at me. You know, I'm not, I'm not, not that special. But uh, people say, "Oh, you never sleep. You never, you know, you know, you know." You're around athletes all day who are like, "Oh, I need to sleep my 12 hours. I, I missed a meal. I don't know what to do." You're not going to hear a soldier complaining about that stuff, where the bed wasn't comfortable. You know, I think that that maybe one of the best things the military gives you is that. Is that is that mental toughness that mm -hmm. you're not gonna get in any, you know that toughness you're not gonna get in, in con combat sports, you you're getting toughness in combat sports, you're getting confidence that's worth everything, but that mental toughness is uh, is extreme, you know it's extreme and it's not for everyone. So again, you gain perspective. I think that's a big that's, thing. It's much more than perspective. Yeah, you know? but that's where the toughness comes from. When, yes. you, when you look at people who who had they everything need taken specific away. people. Okay. Right? Okay. Let's say you were in the military, you were in a special unit. That unit needs specific people. And it's not for everyone. You know, because you have to make choices, life or death choices on the spot under an extreme amount of pressure, mm -hmm. uh, under extreme uh, uh, situations. Maybe you haven't slept for a while, haven't eaten for a while. It's cold, it's hot. You know, there is no compassion. Nobody cares, you know. Athletes, a lot of times it could be a little bit 
pampered, you know. Oh, I didn't sleep enough, you know. I need to see my my uh, my therapist, you know. I need to see this guy. You don't have that in the military, you know. Oh, you need to see a therapist? Okay, bye-bye. You're out. You know, that's what I'm talking about. That mental toughness is not for everyone. Mm -hmm. You can't compare the two. But do you think for someone who has no experience in either the military or combat sports, do you think some of that can be gained by um, picking up training and, for and sure, starting For sure, for sure, of course. By doing martial arts, you know, contact sports or, or, or correct krav or stuff like that, yes, for sure. Mm -hmm. You get a lot of discipline. You know, we spoke about that in the beginning. The discipline, the confidence you get, problem, solving a problem on the spot, you know, uh, being humbled is very good for you. You know, you never get in any other school. Mm -hmm. In any other place, you're never going to get that, you know. Plus, you know, you know, if, if you were able to escape, uh, I don't know, someone's trying to put you in a choke. And you're almost tapping, but you know you're not tapping, and you're able to escape and, and turn 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 back to him or get back on top of him. You take that, and you apply that for your life, for negotiating and business or any any other thing. I mean, it's perfect, you know that that aspect. If you apply it, if you apply, if you apply rules of combat into business, I think you will be unstoppable. You know, by just applying the same rules. So of course that you get that you know as, as as kids or teenagers or adults, the confidence you get in martial arts is 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 uh, it's hard to say how much it's worth you know in other terms you know in terms of what it's it's crazy how much is a you know a child gaining confidence because he's training martial arts when he gets to be an adult how far could he go because of that confidence you have no way of knowing you know so it's uh. It's a, it's a great thing. Mm -hmm. So the idea is um, that with all of this um, training, you have some perspective on... Or it's, it's not that you say um, that the military or, or training in the military is the only way that you can gain this... this no, this of access. course not. The idea is to, to start out with training gives you some... We're of talking about martial arts here. Mm -hmm. you know, we give military as an example. Mm -hmm. okay. But that's an extreme example because it is not for everyone you know it's not uh fighting fighting is not for everyone either mm -hmm. right but to put yourself in an extreme scenario like that you have to be a specific kind of person it's not for everyone you know uh there's people who who start training i know a lot of uh, teenagers who start training in the ninth grade for the army That means they train for four or five years before they join the army. And they have groups, they go together with groups running and they do simulations of, 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 uh, of tests that they'll have in the army, physical tests and all that. And still a bigger number of them don't get accepted after five years of prepping, you know. Mm -hmm. Because it's not for everyone. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, a, it's a special breed of people, you know. But everyone could gain confidence in martial arts. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be a professional fighter. <clears throat> Everyone can gain confidence in martial arts. Everyone can gain discipline, to learn, the habit of discipline or the habit of working hard through martial arts. Mm -hmm. Definitely, I think everybody should do sports. Everybody. 
I think for some people, I've noticed that with people who are starting out, um, some people have this issue with um, with combat or with with martial arts in general. They look at um, fighting as something that is done to them and not as something that they can do themselves to defend themselves. And I know that you don't like the term self-defense or defending because you're more of them. I think I've, I've heard you say it's a legal, it's a legal term. term yeah. yeah. Do you want to you, you want to talk about? I think that's an important statement that you made ever, earlier on. Ever read my Ten Commandments? <laughs> you, you, you read Sharia is ten. You ever read them? I, I I know them by heart. I could say, but I wanted you to say it. It sounds better. <laughs> one of them. One of them. One of them is self-defense is a legal term, not a strategy for winning a fight. Now, yeah, people say oh, I learned self-defense. Well, if you learn self-defense, you're learning law, right? If let's say you get into a fight whatever scenario may happen, and you knock the crackers out of someone. Afterwards, you get arrested, maybe, and you could claim, hey, self-defense, and maybe legally you're right. Maybe you, you, you were defending yourself legally, but in the fight, I'm talking about the mentality aspect, mm -hmm. where your mindset should be. There's no such thing as self-defense, right? There's only attack. He attacked me, I attacked him right back. Because if you have a mentality of self-defense... A line of defense always gets breached. You can't win by defending yourself. You have to attack. Mm -hmm. You have to go forward, especially in a street fight. But in any fight, in any fight, right? Uh, that's why I, I keep repeating that. There's no such thing as self-defense. Self-defense is a legal term. If your enemy attacks you, won't have the common courtesy to attack him back. Mm -hmm. That's how you're going to win. How, how, common do you, how, you okay. <laughs> how do you win a fight? How do you win a fight, right? How do you win any fight? By being more effective than your enemy. By overwhelming someone. By being more effective than mm -hmm. you, right? So if you're if someone is attacking you and you're defending yourself, are you being more effective? No, you didn't. No, you're just freezing whatever he's, you know, you're stopping. Mm -hmm. You're just reacting. Yeah. Or you're going, you know, a lot of people go from, uh, let's say, a defensive position. What happens usually? Defensive position to a neutral position. And then to start fighting again. But when you attack, you're going from defense to offense on the spot. Mm -hmm. Right? You're cutting that middle thing on the, on the spot. Giving you a, a much bigger chance to win against an aggressive fighter. Mm -hmm. Right? That makes sense? It does, yeah. Good. I think just because of this fact that people often have this, this skewed view towards uh, violence. One of the big issues that I've seen is people, when they start sparring... They, they're afraid of being humiliated in sparring. And I think that's something that we should talk about because, um, first of all, um, it depends on the climate of sparring. If you have a good trainer sparring, uh, and sparring partner, those, those things will never happen. You're, you're never going to be humiliated in front of someone. But I think it's important to say something for, um, even if, you're, if, you, if you have an opponent, or not an opponent, but a sparring partner who's... who's technically better off than you are that's not something that makes you lose something you gain from that and i think that's important it's called investing in failure right ever heard that term before never like that well you know you want to the more you lose in the in training you, you know the more you're going to win out in a real in the real thing in the real deal you know if you're the best one on the mat all the time you're 
You're not learning anything. There's nothing to be gained, yeah. The way you learn is it by getting your ass kicked. Mm-hmm. Investing in failure. You know, um, I always tell uh, my students, hey, look for the biggest guy in the mat, the best fighter, spar him. Not only uh, are you going to learn a lot, but he's also going to probably protect you and not hurt you. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, that's uh, one of the fastest way of advancing. Mm-hmm. So the more you lose in training, the more you're going to win in, uh, in, in fighting. And also I think something happens mentally when you always look for the biggest challenge that's available. And I think that's something that is also fitting into your narrative of um, this helps you with business as well. Because if you're also, if you're actively looking to be challenged, you can't become complacent. You can't, I think that's an, that's an yes, important thing. As, as far as the mentality goes, mm-hmm. sure. 100%. You know, uh, not only that, you know, If you're, it helps you be a little bit, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, confrontational. Confr- okay, yeah, confrontational. That's not so bad. Yeah, that's a good, that's thing. A good thing. because it's it, it helps you draw your own yeah, personal and, and lines. And a yeah. lot of people are too nice. They don't want to, you know, uh, they want to make anyone feel bad. Mm-hmm. You know, but you don't have to make anyone feel bad, but just know how to hold your ground. Yeah. And you, se- you also send out a certain vibe when you're like that. Mm-hmm. People feel it, you know. If it's in, in, even in a conversation or in a negotiation for business, people feel it. You know, you're not someone that can be pushed around so easily. Yeah, yeah. Right? And people test that. That's something that I realized a lot of times. People test for this pushover mentality. And when they see it, it's an easy target. And that's something that you see. If you're confrontational, if you're used to confrontation in that kind of way, then, the, as you said, you send something off and also... People who are testing you will notice, okay, this is not as easy of a target. Yeah, especially if they, that, if they know that you're trained. You know? Sometimes, you know, people know that you're trained a little bit. They know you're a martial artist. They look at you differently. Not just with fighting. Not just with fighting. Just in life in general. In life in general. Which yeah. is a weird thing when you think, think about it. Because, it, because it's not, we, we don't walk around people respect, thinking, okay, we can kick, kick someone. People respect power. Mm-hmm. That's, how, that's how men are. Respect strength, right? Everybody wants to be strong. You know anybody who doesn't want to be strong? Any man who doesn't want... He might say that, ah, but deep down, everybody wants to be strong, right? So people respect that. Mm-hmm. There's a vibe, it's a certain thing. You know, oh, that guy trains. Oh, he's a black belt. Oh, you know, he does MMA or does whatever. People treat you differently on the spot. I see it all the time with me. You know, having nothing to do with, with martial arts, just... Uh, Other topics I talk to people about, they're like, the respect they give you is, you don't have to, you don't, you don't even have to ask for it, because they know. Also, I think I've noticed, especially with with you training, you have this tendency, you joke a lot, you're you're easygoing in that regard, and still people do that, still people respect you, and I think that's the important thing I because think that an instructor who doesn't joke a lot or has to talk about himself all the time and be mean to other students, uh, to his students, or like show how tough he is, it's a lack of confidence. Mm-hmm. You know, it's because he doesn't, he doesn't believe in himself enough. If you know how good you are, just, just, just teach, man, take it easy. You know, mm-hmm. people will listen. You have something yeah. to say, so yeah, you can say. People will listen, exactly. If you don't have something to say, you have to be protective. I think that's a good indicator for a good coach. When, uh, years ago, One of my good friends now, uh, I just met him there. Uh, they wanted to join our organization. They were uh, 
in a other crowd organization. And uh, one of the, this was in the U.S. One of the first things he asked me, he said, "Oh, but if someone else, if someone comes for a seminar into into our city, you know, a famous guy, can we go do a seminar that's not under you?" I told him, "Of course, do what you want. I have enough confidence in myself." And that answer shocked him. He said, "I never heard anyone say that before." You know, <laughs> how can this be? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, if you want to drink Pepsi once in a while, you know. <laughs> It's all good. <laughs> Now we just lost a sponsorship, <laughs> a potential one. <laughs> also, and I think this, I've heard you say this in the past, um, also in, in training, um, but this is something that I find very interesting um, because you said that you learn or you try to learn a new thing, especially also regarding every fighting. Every day, every day. Yeah, every yes. day, but it's regarding fighting as yes. well, yes. which you're already pretty much an expert on <laughs> you never know everything you, you know and the more you train the more you understand that you don't know and it's humbling mm -hmm. it's humbling and like you look i look at my notes that i have in my notebook from two three years ago and i have the ones i have today like how did i even think that that's that works or how did i even think that's so good or that's you know that's the the, the best because look what i'm doing now you know you always evolve and always You know, a, a person is like a fruit. Once he's ripe, he's rotten. You know, <laughs> but you always want to learn. Always, I try. I try to learn something new every single day. And with this, I I ask myself, where where do you look for these things? Because um, it's not like you. I've I've seen you um, try stuff, but but where where how do you? First of all, by planning classes, you learn a lot. Mm -hmm. um, I think by not only planning classes, but at, but a lot of instructors don't do, don't do this and definitely should. Is after you give a class, take 10 minutes to yourself and see how the class went. How did your students do? You learn a lot from that too. Um, I mean, I have a lot of little tricks. You know, I I, I work on a combination, like a jab cross hook. So off of a jab cross hook, I mean, you could do. 20 or 30 classes really you know if you play with the distance the rhythm the the the, the height the many many things mm -hmm. you know so the, the sky's the limit really when you when you love what you do mm -hmm. and i think that's the most important part with all of this if you're um if doing it energizes you then it doesn't drain you and i think that's important because if you if you feel like the the, the work you do was straining then um, I think you wouldn't be so into improving it as much. And I think that's what makes someone who, who does yeah. any craft, someone who's very proficient at it. Look, like, I mean, I could speak for myself only, but, uh, you know, like teaching an ICCS, uh, martial arts is my life. I mean, it's all I do. I live it and breathe it. Well, everything I do revolves around that, you know. So, of course, I love it. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's what I am, you know. Yeah, but it doesn't it doesn't have to be this way around? People do stuff for a living where they do everything. Their whole day is spent doing that thing, and they don't love it. Well, It's then I feel bad for them because they're wasting uh, to a big extent. Maybe they're wasting their their life. I mean, I think at least. Mm -hmm. What's better than the labor of love? Also, have you noticed because you talked about um, you talked about teenagers 
who have ADD and, and, and issues in school and stuff, and they come to your gym and you see, okay, this this works out. How is it different in school? What, what, what what's what's the issue? Um, and I've seen people if they gravitate towards, let's say, uh, a combat sport like a, a martial art, and they start doing it more frequently. They take up, they 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 they, they go hard. They take it very seriously. You take this concept into their lives and everything else kind of reprioritizes itself and we we talked about this earlier on but um the idea of you having something that just makes sense where you see the improvement where you where you can continue something where you have progress sometimes is something that is very in contrast to what you do in your everyday life and how do you value having that in your life even when you already like you're an adult you already have this these well, things I think sent. that especially as an adult adults don't really get recognition for the for a good job they did you know what I mean I mean you could go to work you could you could do a great job at work and the boss is not going to come over to you in many cases and say hey good job you know mm -hmm. you, you did great today too yeah you go home you know you wash the dishes you throw out the garbage uh, no one's going to tell you wow good, good on you you know You did it. You did it. It's like because well, that's what you're supposed to do, you know. But I think when you go and you and you, you know you, you know uh, you you hit the mats and you have like a, a little kind of a cult thing almost going on, and you get a recognition for you know either through belts or patches or just by advancing in the ranks of your of your gym, of your club, of your school. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that that recognition is important for adults as well. Why not? Everybody needs recognition for a good job they did. And I think that the fact that they get recognition in their schools uh, also projects to their work afterwards because they feel more uh, fulfilled that way. They feel mm -hmm. more full, you know, so they don't, they don't have to look for it anymore. Mm -hmm. It work where they'll never get it anyway, and that's just going to cause them to be upset, you know. So I think for adults especially, in that aspect, it's important. Because kids do get, yeah, kids could get recognition in school. Sometimes teenagers as well from their teachers, but an adult, you know, you go, you finish uh, school, you go get a job, no one hears how, you know, it's like, it's, that's what you're expected to do, you know, what do you want to pat on your shoulder now, mm -hmm. you know, but yeah, people do need pats on their shoulders, not everyone, uh, maybe, yes, everyone, but some people more than others, you know. And that also makes you looser in other parts of your life, right? If you If you have this thing sorted out, then some of the things that, that, that I've seen with fighters, They're more loose in other situations. And um, that's what I meant when I said they're super nice people. And especially you meet them for the first time. It's like um, you, you, you meet, let's say, 60 people in one weekend or something. Or let's, maybe it's 40, I don't know. But you, you meet these 40 people. Nobody knows each other. Everyone, everyone is super nice. And I think that is something where you have this confidence and this thing sorted out by... You 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 you're you're an accomplished person. You you um, test yourself. You're confrontative. You have this thing where you progress and you know what you're capable of, and then you meet these other people. It's easy because you know the other things you're capable of, and these things kind of then then fall into place. Yeah, I've seen so, that happen with a lot of fighters. Yeah, I know. So you respect other people who are there because they're there for exact same reason you're there, mm -hmm. and they go and they go through the same journey you're going through, pretty much. There's a mutual respect on it right off the bat. 
Yeah, if you if you go uh, go to a concert, for instance, you know the other per people around you have the same taste in music. But there, it's more than that. It's not just the the taste in the in the in this in the martial art you do. It's also people went the exact same route that people I have to go. Respect, you know, your, the hard work that you're doing. Mm -hmm. If you say, okay, I'm a, a level one instructor, everyone went through the same test. Mm -hmm. So hey, you know, he they know that you went through something very hard to get. To where you are, to where yeah. you are. So there's a mutual respect on the spot. Yeah, and that is something that also you 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 find this capacity to to look more loosely onto things in other parts of life that I've seen. So especially when when I started doing more MMA based um, craft, because you you I've, I've um, especially when when I started with ICCS, that is something where you you you're tested so rigorously. That you kind of gain this idea of okay, I can I can do shit, <laughs> and that kind of you take that everywhere you go, especially when it's not about fighting, which I in in the beginning uh, this is something that was very curious to me. You you have this this idea, you have this confidence in areas of your life that have nothing to do. It's not just you think about oh I can I could beat that person up uh, up if 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 there's something if there's funny business going on. It's it's just you know for for your own sake of your capabilities and that makes you approach every new situation every new learning opportunity very much more calmly of course of course it has a if you like i said if you apply fighting to anything else it's, it's the same rules mm -hmm. same principles you know so you know that you're able to to do abc on the mat and it's very hard for you to do so you know out there in the street you know uh in business or anything else, you'll be able to do the same. Mm -hmm. You have that confidence in you, you know. Also, I think the fact that people train and the fact that you're physically strong and physically fit and capable of violence, it gives you a little bit of a quiet mindset. Mm -hmm. You're not that into you, violence, you're, you're just yeah, capable. You're capable. That's the idea, yeah. You're capable. I think I believe that every man should be capable of violence. Which doesn't mean it's important for people to understand. It's not the same as being into violence. No, but every man should be capable of violence. Yeah, yeah. If you're not capable of violence, doesn't doesn't make you a good man. It just makes you a, a wimp. A, a good man is a man who's capable of violence, but it's not violent. Yeah, you know? who chooses not to, but exactly. he has a choice. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And you don't have that choice. That's what you said. With you put people in a bad spot. If people, that's that's the idea. It's the same thing with power. Like people with power. Are more prone to abuse it because if you don't have power, how could you abuse it? It's the same thing with being capable of violence. If you have that capacity and you don't abuse it, that's what makes you a good person. Exactly, exactly. So I think if you take that into anything in life, you have a certain calmness to you mm -hmm. that comes out of uh, self, self, you um, self confidence. Mm -hmm. That you know you don't constantly have to prove anything to anybody. People, people feel that and respect mm -hmm. that. You rest more easy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Is there something else that you want to get off your chest? No. Yeah, no? You. <laughs> no, I think then this is a wrap. All right. Sharia, right. thank you for talking to us today. Thank you. I can't wait for the next one. See you next time, guys. Bye-bye. Yeah,